I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we have a very, very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about sales. But not just sales. You're going to be talking about the spiritual angle of sales. Now, this is something that I'm very passionate about because I love the concept of sales from a place where I used to hate it. I used to think that sales was so beneath me and all of that. And I used to think that sales is a rubbish industry to be in till I actually started learning about it and practicing about it. And today we have a fantastic guest. We have Dave Gadvi, and we're going to be talking about understanding sales and understanding how you can grow rapidly yourself. It's almost like expanding. Dave, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast again. Thank you so much once again. And I'm really excited for this topic because it's one of my favorite topics as well. Sales. When I say the word sales, Dave, what are the thoughts that go through your mind? My mind? Well, before and after. Before I was scared. And when I started my journey as sales, I've been in sales for 16 plus years. And I worked in a job. Then in business, selling different things, six plus years. So 22 plus years I've been in associative sales. Before and after. Before it was scary. Before it like, man, why am I forcing people? It's slimy. It's, you know, I'm just becoming like a pest and all that. I had a lot of negative affiliation towards sales at the beginning. I used to be scared to make cold call was like a nightmare at the beginning. But then as I started knowing more about sales, you know, what I when there's darkness, everybody gets fear, right? When there's a brightness and you saw you saw everything, there's no fear now. There's no other thing. So when I was in the dark, that sales is bad and slimy, I was a little scared and skeptical about it. But as my ignorance was reducing, I started realizing, my God, today, my definition to your question is, what comes to my mind when I look at sales? To me, only one word comes to my mind, service. Because to me, selling is serving. You cannot serve people if you're not able to sell. Now think about this, right? Everything that we do in our life, we have to sell ourselves, or we are being sold by somebody. Whether you're getting married, or you want to have kids, you want to have you know business, personal life, even go on a date, watch movie, what movie to watch with your friends or your partner. You have to persuade and you have to sell. And when you do that, you're serving. If people don't buy you, your product, your service, you've not made any difference. And here's an example I gave, by the way. That if you are in sales, if you're in business, you are, I'm telling you, you are in the one of the best professions in the world. If you have chosen this as a career or you are in a sales, you know, because you're in business. Think about this, right? Today, if I give you 1,000 rupees and you give me 1,000 back, did anybody's life become better? Did any change happen? No. But what if I say, you know what, Ashwin, you give me 1,000, I'm going to give you 2,000 back. Has your life become better? Yes or no? Value addition has taken place. Value addition has taken place because you give me 1,000, I give you 2,000. You give me 1,000, I'll give you 5,000. Five times more value. You give me 1,000, I'll give you 10,000. 10 times more value. Now put this into a business perspective. When people are paying you money, money is nothing but a thank you note. They're giving you a thank you note for making their life better with your product or your service, whether you're selling somebody else's, your company's products, or you're selling your own product and service, it's a thank you note. It's an exchange of energy which has happened. They would not be a better person if there was no sale. They would have not you know, bought it. The money in the bank would have not given them what they want because money is means. Money is not the end. 
So when you are in sales, it's your duty, your obligation, your responsibility to serve. And selling is the best form of serving. Also, one more point I, I want to add is everything is spiritual. Even running a business is spiritual. Even selling is spiritual. Because spirituality is ultimately, if I had to give it my own naive, small definition, spirituality is two ways. One is knowing who you are truly. And the second is serving others and helping them to become better. Right? Sales, you help people to become better. Right? That's what my you know definition is sales. And that's what I think about sales. You know, it's so true. It's not about selling something that a person doesn't want or need to somebody. It's not like I chip out this product onto this person. Right. And uh, normally we think about sales as that slimy salesman who's going to cheat you on the car that you're buying, etc. Yes. But instead, like you said, it's service. That means that all good sales starts by first understanding what the other person's problem is. Right. And then solving for that problem. 100%. Right. It's like one more aspect I, I share with people, which gives them a paramount shift. I learned from my mentor, Dan Lok. He said, you don't sell to people. You sell for people. I repeat one more time. You don't sell to people. You sell for people. Meaning it's not a torture you do to people. Right. You do for people because they don't know how their life is going to change with your product or service. They don't know it. So when you sell it, you're selling for them on their behalf. And psychology of sales is very interesting. I've studied deeply this topic. You know, we, we run one of the biggest events in India in terms of revenue generation. Like three-day event, last event, we generated about 20 crores in just three-day event. Wow. So I can talk a thing about, you know, selling and closing and persuading. There is a difference between manipulation and persuasion. Hmm. A lot of people think selling is manipulating and getting what, you know. No, it's not manipulation. Persuasion is serving people. So what is the difference? Manipulation is making other people do or getting other people to do what you want them to do for your benefit. That is manipulation. That's called politics, Rajniti, right? But what is persuasion then? Getting other people to do what you want them to do for their benefit and your benefit. But first, their benefit, right? And more than you, they should win more. Like if people come join mentorship program, they spend lakhs of rupees. My objective is how can I give them 10 or 100 times more value when they become karunpati? Few lakhs does not matter. So yes, they win first, then I win. It's a win-win. So it is about this whole aspect of together winning something, together having an exchange in this field. Yes. What was your sales journey? Like what was the stuff that really made you go, aha, this is why I like sales. Like, was it books? Was it mentors? What were some of the ideas that really resonated with you? Yeah, it's really funny because, you know, my breakthrough came after 14 years of being in sales. You know, I spoke about in the last episode, we spoke about mediocrity. It was a height of mediocrity in my profession because I was from sales. I did not read any sales books. Hmm any sales courses, any sales trainings, except for the one which corporate was giving me. Think about this, right? Today, imagine a doctor who's not read any books on doctrine. Imagine a lawyer who's not read any books from law. Now imagine a salesperson who has not read any books on sales. This was me, ignorant, right? And what triggered is just one line of the CEO that I worked for in the last company before I quit the job. He said that you give you 100%, I'll make sure you get 150% back. And I was new, you know, you know, associate director, market research company. 
I said, I'm going to give 110% or 200% and I'll be the top sales champion of the company. But then I asked the question, how do I become a top champion? And there are already some people, you know, in this company, they know a lot, they have built a relationship with clients and all. I said, I need to do something extraordinary. For that, I need extraordinary skills. And that's when I went to YouTube and I searched sales training. Barely bar life may I went on YouTube proactively to search sales training. Most of the salespeople are notorious. We never learned sales, you know, proactively. You're forced upon by the, you know, business owners. And, and you're given a script. And you're given a script. Robot ki tarah, you know, ki tarah bolte rao. And that's why we hate sales because we see those slimy and robotic salespeople. Correct. And then I found this video of 50 minutes and I was hooked onto it. This was from my first mentor who became my first mentor later, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone blew my mind with his passion for sales and serving and all that. And his concept of mind blowing. And I went submerged myself into his studies and everything he was doing. That changed my perspective of sales from that day onwards. And in fact, that book itself got me the realization that I was mediocre. The 10x rule by Grant Cardone. My It's friend. an amazing book. Yeah. For me, the video was Zig Ziglar talking about Columbus coming to America. Have you seen that video? Yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant yeah. video. He's talking about, can you imagine Columbus was the world's best salesman? How do you convince somebody to sail off the edge of the earth, hoping that you don't fall off and saying that there's something <laughs> there? So, you know, it was a very interesting video by Zig Ziglar. I think it was a fantastic one. Yeah. I want to understand this. Okay, so Dave, what was your sales script inverted commas i'm sure you'll still probably remember it from 16 years ago when you were in that you know call center company etc and now how do you make sales like what is the language tonality difference between these two at the beginning my sales script you know it was you know starting with customer service and upselling right so oh the who dey tumhari ke utna sahayata kar sako like gujarati call center i started then to you know international bpo selling payment protection plans, credit information, you know, selling the Capital One process and BPO I was part of. Then it was more slimy and the you know, pitch was verbatim. You know, they just given me the script, you know, uh, and I just go through this, you know, at Capital One, we we help you support, da, 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 you know, and this is a credit inform. I still remember the product name, credit inform. And we'll update you your credit scores and all, you know, would you like to do this? He said, no. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's all. It was done. <laughs> there was no selling. There was no selling. There was just telling. And people think telling is selling. It is not. Hmm. It's actually opposite. It was just informing and, saying, "Ha, hum hai." No, okay, fine. Thank you. Ah, uh, exactly, exactly. But today, complete dynamics of selling has changed. Today, actually, I don't sell. I close. Hmm. Selling is different and closing is different. selling is the traditional way of selling look at our product look at our you know features benefit i i run one of the webinar called high ticket entrepreneurs i teach people how to sell high ticket products and services without being salesy the ultimate you know see ultimate level of selling is when you don't sell and people want it and buy it right closing without you know selling and this my script typically starts from what you just mentioned earlier you know closing is not about what product you have and you want to chip cow and sell becho 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 closing is all about knowing who they are what do they want and helping them to get exactly that right by helping them to make a decision and all the people why psychology you know is so crucial in sales is a lot of people want to buy want to make a decision but they are afraid they are fearful like you know what if it doesn't work what if this not the right thing all that 
your job as a closer unke kale badal jo hai hatane hai no they have the dream they have the wish to come out of the pain or suffering or have the desire to achieve something your job as a closer is to get rid of their fears and worries and anxiety that small talk which is happening there do that the only way you can do that is understand what do they really care for so my conversation today starts from what is your dream what do you want to achieve what else you want to achieve step 1 step 2 what is stopping you from achieving it what is the roadblock what are the challenges and they realize this thing in the second stage itself they have so much of emotional connect so much of pain in where they are many of my you know potential buyers they start crying now i don't do one on one closing but you know when i used to do it people cry oh you know they can you help me can okay see i never had to sell i didn't even tell about anything about my product my service by just knowing the dream asking the questions in a right sequence arousing the pain and emotion they are ready to buy and i say okay you know what this can work here's the option right so this is how my script evolved right now killing their doubts and fears by making them realize and and i want to share this guru mantra a lot of my mentees call me guru dev you know a mentor and a dev so guru dev so i say okay i'm going to give you guru mantra if you call me guru dev <laughs> so one of the guru mantra is people buy with emotions and justify with logic hmm. right now this is you know popular sales term but this became my guru mantra of sales you know how can you you know emotion nahi to transformation nahi emotion nahi to sales nahi so if there is no emotion in your conversation and deals people not gonna buy right all you see you know decision everything that we bought most of our decision of expensive products especially were emotional they were not survival decision right and survivably we don't even have to sell khana on apne aap hi bik jata hai right but especially if you're selling educational products or services consulting coaching these things you have to have this realization when they go through the pain they sell themselves like no can you help me can you support me so these are the script i follow that's amazing it is not of i have this to put on to you yes. this is what you need it is about first tell me about your life right it is yes. first tell me about what it is that you fear and the reason why we keep saying sales as service is because we are trying to help them out of their fear 100% you know the funny part i was at one of the event affiliate world recently in dubai and i went to few kiosk just to check you know what are they doing and all everybody did this blunder which 95% of sales people are making right now moment i walk in okay hello sir how are you yeah yeah i say okay you know tell me what is about this what is this app and all that thing so, you know this app is this this feature this benefit this thing that thing this thing that thing i go oh my god is like telling 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 this is like sales puke i call it sales puke they just puke their pitch and you know features and benefit because that's what they've been told by the you know companies and the managers ke ye pata mar lo ye bata do features hai let's see something will you know stick right it's like a spaghetti right throw this on the wall and let's see something sticks nobody actually asked me they you know what do you do what is your dream what are you looking to achieve what are your challenges what are your problems and based on that you know i think this would work for you or this would not work for you you don't have to have obligation to sell to everything this it's a lie it's a myth you know sell ice to an eskimo why eskimo doesn't need ice they need to sell it go and sell something else maybe sell a gola right eskimo has a barf add some gola and sell it to them that's more add value add otherwise you don't need so it's a big thing ignorance in sales people most of yeah absolutely and you know i think it's also a skill on flipping it on its head right you enter a place and you say chalo tell me about yourself right the obvious instinct is to say okay i'm going to tell you about myself and what my product does 
but the skill is actually turning that around and asking you the questions i think the yeah. the the starting skills of sales start at that point of time where it is not just about what i am but like how do i ask you instead what yeah. tell me a little bit about yourself so the mediocre sales people or businessmen they talk most of the time mm. 80% and only let the customer talk 20% of the time the smart people do it opposite the champion closers they do opposite they only talk 20% of the time and make people talk 80% of the time so that is a skill that is an art that you know if you can learn asking the right question in right sequence to get the right answers that is going to help you to unearth their pain unearth their need and through that you will be able to close the deal yeah lovely and i want to get into closing but before that i want to understand pricing because i think you know for many people pricing and sales is something that you know typically goes together because you're saying it's an energy exchange i'm giving you something you're giving me something in back how do you know what is a good price point for your either yourself or your products i love this question how do you know which price is the optimum so here are some of the checkpoints that you know i put for myself and i teach my students in high ticket entrepreneurship i think first thing first whatever price that you're charging for you it is low whatever price you're charging for buyer is high is the perception that we have right so what you need to do is you need to push your limits to increase the price and who is going to tell you marketplace is going to tell you how they will not buy sales will decline right and it is actually our obligation to charge high a lot of people say what you know they have the belief no kam dam badhiya kam i said it does not work these days now it was a old saying today's new mantra guru mantra i'll give you is zyada dam zabardast kam charge high but keep the premium service like how can you do that so when you do low price and low value you're in a suicide zone there are four quarters first quarter low price low value you would die as an entrepreneur or businessman then there is a second zone high price low value is survival zone because you survive or you may perish because if you keep giving you know product for more price and you're not delivering the value the marketplace is not stupid you know they're going to pull you down and it'll close you shut you then there's a third quarter which is low price high value which majority of the people are you know come down badia come strategy that is struggling zone people struggle to get the ends meet to get the revenue in no profit margin they cannot do marketing they cannot hire great people so the same loop continues and there's a fourth and ultimate zone right it's a success zone which is high price high value that's what i like to operate in and that's what i teach my mentees to operate in one of my mentee was charging 30000 for stock markets and he's been doing that for 8 years momenty joined the community passion pen and high ticket entrepreneur i said double the price he like what double the price so yeah okay fine i'm going to do 50000 he knew was shocked and came back they were charged 50000 and i got more conversion and i don't have to chase people so wow now is it going double it again so what how did just doubled i said go double it now now i want you to think what more can you do for them okay okay i'm going to do this i'm going to provide this i'm going to provide this i'm going to bulk up the value so much that if he gives me x i'm going to give it 10x so high price highest value and then again conversion improved and you're surprised and this is not just one client ayurvedic doctor did it charging 20 30000 to 2 lakh rupees for complete solution instead of selling a commodity right he was selling a commodity you know he is giving ayurvedic medicines and he said how do i compete with amazon 
Amazon is discounting in the I said, stop selling commodity. Give a solution. People don't care about your commodity. They care about the result. Sell the results, right? They don't buy the drill. They buy the hole, right? Give the results. Don't sell the drill. It's just the means. So understand all that and you will be able to convert people. So how do you increase it? Right now, all of you listening to me, if you are running a business, if you're in a company, double your price. Like, what? I know it will scare you, right? But at the same time, think about what more can you do? Like I had one client, I can give you so many case studies. He was selling commodity of selling tiles. Like, my tiles down, sir, kaise mein double karu price? Like, tiles provider hai. I said, when you double the price, what do people want? Do they want tiles? No, they want good homes, beautiful homes. I said, sell homes. Sell beautiful homes. What else can you do apart from tiles? So I can provide the package. I can provide services. I can do a consulting, turnkey, so many things I can do. I said, do that. One guy doing photography for real estate people in Australia, one of my mentees. I said, what are you doing? You know, I'm charging this much money for this many hours. And I give these many photographs to real estate. I said, what do these real estate people want? Do they want photos? No, they want to sell the property. Help them to sell the property. Help them to publish those photos on social media, market it, sell it. Right? They're not able to close. Give them closer as well. And you know, not only we'll take the photos of the property, we'll list it and we'll sell it as well. You give us the commission. That's how, you know, increase the price, increase the value. And perfect timeline that I look at, beginners, every three to six months, increase your price. Amazing. Of course, you need to learn a lot of things, you know, how to increase value and all. But thumb rule, increased your price three to six months. I was charging one lakh when I started in 2018 for mentorship. Today, it gone to 10 lakh rupees per client. It has been five years. People still paying. My batch has gone from 20 members to 350 members. It's not about me. It's not about my mentees. Anybody can do it. It's just this mindset shift needs to happen. Don't get scared. You will maybe think that you lose clients at the beginning, but eventually it'll all pay through. And then also before you know, we go to the next question, you know, there are clients from hell. All clients are not equal. There are clients from hell. Those clients, they wanted you to cut the cost and they want you to deliver all that thing. Those clients from hell come usually from your low ticket products. People who pay you less have the highest demand. People who pay you more, they are the most humble people and the most, you know, less painful people. I've experienced it. I'm sure you would have done it as well. It's so, so true. And those people, please cut out of your life. You don't need that drama in your life, right? Is that the same advice that you would give? 100%. Yeah. Say bye-bye to the client from hell. And say bye-bye to the client. All right. We're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach Podcast. Let's continue. You know, it's so interesting, Dave. I love this concept. It is, you increase your price and then you figure out how your product can be worthy of that price instead of trying to figure out, oh, for the same product, can I increase it little, 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 no, double it and now see how much value you can add to it. I think most of the people know they're competition driven and their prices depend on, oh, my competition is charge kar hai. I should also do that. So is your competitor running your business or you running it? Mm. Right? Again, is the unconditional decisions that we make. You know, I set my price. When I started a coaching program, everybody was saying, you know, 10,000, 20,000 people don't spend money in coaching training in 2018. I said, I'm going to charge one lakh. I said, what? I said, and I'm not going to just give information. I'm going to help them get results. I'll be a mentor, not a trainer, not a coach, not a consultant. I'll help them get results. So be different, become, you know, different and create your own space and charge more by adding value, which nobody else is doing in the marketplace. Crazy, crazy. Absolutely love it. You know, I have one story before you get into the closing part is that two years ago, 
I was just about to have my business touch its one first $1 million mark. And in one meditation, it came to me saying that from now onwards, don't charge for whatever you're doing. Just give everything away free. Okay, so that was one dramatic change for businessmen to first say that, you know, I'm going to be touching one million now coming back down to zero was a dramatic mental shift in, in, its, in the beginning. This is about two years ago, right? So full freakout scene happened, just giving you a short version of whatever happened. When we meet, I can tell you the whole thing. I told my clients from now onwards, stop paying me. We will continue our sessions the way we are and we'll do everything the same way, but stop paying me. Everyone stopped working with me. It is amazing how nobody said that, you know, Ashtin, what you were giving was priceless. Now you not put a price on it. How do I actually justify this? Right. So when you think about things that you're giving away for free, it's not about it's not valued or valued. It is about that the ex exchange of energy has stopped. And as a result, nothing moves forward. So I think I it's a very interesting that's a very powerful story and thank you so much for sharing. Maybe I'll use your case study to other mentees. Yeah, please. It's so powerful. And that's true. The universe, you know, it has to have equal right amount of exchange of energy, right? If you're doing things for free and they're not paying anything, universe will take that privilege away from them. Correct. Right? You giving knowledge and wisdom, but they're not paying for it. So the universe will take them because they'll not be committed and something will happen. They'll not value it. And they'll disappear. So do a favor on your clients. Charge them high. And when they pay high, their commitment is high. They get the best service, the best pleasure. They value it more. They win. You win. Even marketplace win. Take their profit margin. Put that put back in your business. Grow your reach. Serve more people. It's a win-win-win for everybody. Yes, absolutely. And that's the way to start thinking about it. Dave, closing. Tell me the difference between closing and selling. I love the aspect that you said that I'm a closer now. I was a selling person earlier. Yeah. So sales is everything that you tell, right? My product, my service, this thing, proposal, chasing people. That's a traditional way, selling, selling, selling. Closing, the difference is, you know, selling will say, it's a great product, wonderful. I think you should buy it, right? It will work for you. It'll, it'll be wonderful for you. It's a sales. Closer, I don't know if you're ready for this. Why do you think you should buy this product? Why do you think I'm the right person to buy from? Why do you think this is something that's going to help you? Right? The sales is trying to pull people towards them. Close is pushing people away and letting people decide. Now, this is a lot of people get scared at the beginning. I'm telling you, when I'm in one-on-one -on -one calls, I tell this to people, you know what? I don't think you're ready. Like, what? See, they've never dealt with a closer. So they don't know how to handle this. They know how to handle salespeople because they've you know, seen so many people, but they don't know how to handle this. Like, I don't think you're ready. I don't think this is for you. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, yeah. See, that is closing. And, you know, I double check also, you know, and one person said, I think I'm almost sure. I said, what is almost? Is a yes, is a no. I'm almost healthy. I'm almost happy. There's no almost. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So that is a big difference between selling and closing. It's just selling is pulling, telling, right? And salespeople talk most of the time, closest talks the least, right? Salespeople, you know, may not even ask the questions. Few people may ask questions. But closers not only ask the right questions to get the right questions in the right sequence to get the right answers. To closer, the outcome is very predictable. They know because they've, you know, it's like engineered sale, right? They know engineering, 
set ho gaya process you will get the same product repeatedly so they can engineer the outcome of sale it could be one of them either you're not ready you're not the right fit or let's do this right yes you know ready let's do this outcome pata hi hai so it's a closing game of chess he's going to say this and i'm going to ask this he's going to say this and ask this they already know two to three steps ahead that is going to close right so that's the difference between closer and sales people keep chasing you know decision liya kya you know have you bought it do you want to buy it? no the sales people push them away they look this is going to be valid only for today or this time if you don't buy it the price goes up they may send a reminder but that's about it so they don't chase people closers that's why they are the closing are very different breed and this is how the difference is very interesting is there also a relationship between closing and willingness to walk away yes i think that's a big big you know, difference big similarity like as a closer you decide who you want to work with right sales people usually don't decide they want everybody to buy from them as a closer you know you want to work with are you ready or not ready so that self belief in whatever you're doing your product your service is very high in closing and you know sales people they look at the client and i can give you one subtle example i did you know recently a coaching to one of my client and i said let's do a role play i said okay so he's like okay let's start i'm a prospect you know and he said okay great so he started by saying hey first of all thank you so much for taking your time out and speaking with you today today we're going to talk about your child's you know mind you know he's a mindset coach for child i said that is a blunder he's like why Said, that's a sales thing you know closers will not say hey thank you for coming and thank no imagine you having pain and you go to a doctor doctor won't say hey thank you for visiting my clinic now kya injection loge aap you are the doctor you have the solution they are the people in the pain who should be thanking who and that's the difference because you believe in your product and your service and he was overly enthusiastic right you know we can do this we can i said enthusiasm you know loses the deal in sales you've been told to be enthusiastic and excited and energetic but in closing it's absolutely opposite it has a opposite effect because when you do that you become needy and nobody wants to buy needy because needy is creepy right when you don't have the need and urge you're still neutral you're you still humble and nice and you know you can still smile and all but over exaggeration of energy over enthusiasm kills the deal right i used to use this you know for, for 13 years i worked in sales right i used to use these words of adjectives a lot somebody says something amazing 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 awesome awesome wonderful a great wonderful like overly using this to make the person feel like, okay i'm listening and all that i thought i'm doing a wonderful job but those are the deal killers because they make you feel that you're desperate you're needy but is that you can say oh that makes sense that's good thank you thank you for sharing understand these are the normal neutral tonalities and neutral words which is completely different in closing because you don't need them they need you more that psychological shift is very powerful i love that they need you more you don't need them as much and as soon as you make that shift that basically you're not making a sales from a place of desperation but from a place of power yes 100% amazing amazing dev this has been a fantastic conversation thank you so much for coming and and sharing with this with us because i think sales is something that we all really need to understand whatever job we have we're always selling no matter what it is that we're doing so this is so so critical like you said a doctor also has to sell but that's the thing yeah 100% 100% it has been my pleasure ashwin i think you know what you're doing is wonderful your podcasts are great i listen to it and all the people and check out these podcasts visit them few times because a lot of pearls of wisdom not just with me but other great speakers who have come here right listen to them submerge yourself this is the knowledge which is coming to you at a such a simple and easy way get the best out of it i'm um, doing a great job 
I look forward to meeting you in Dubai. Done, Dave. Thank you so much. One last thing. How can people connect with you? How can people continue this conversation with you? If you go to Instagram, davegarvi10x.com, specifically for people looking to learn and master their business or sales, there's something called high ticket entrepreneurship. You click the link, there will be a link tree and just join that webinar where I teach you more in depth in sales. And if you're not in sales, if you're looking to start your business, there is another you know, webinar as well. Quit 9 to 5, build the business on passion. Either way, you can follow me on social media. I'm very accessible uh, through my knowledge. You can check out the books as well that I've written. 80% Mindset, 20% Skills, and 6 Sundays a Week. So that's all. What is the second one? Yeah, six Sundays a Week Life. Six Sundays a Week Life. Oh, lovely. Nice. I love the title. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, how can you live your day, you know, with full passion that work does not feel like work. Every day is a Sunday. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in Dubai. Same here. Take care. God bless you. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website, awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books. 